Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning, which can only mean we're talking the National Football League Week 8. What's going on, Sex Panther? Quit. You quit? quit. I, I have, the football, God, football is the only thing saving my ass, because I went 4-1 and one last, last week on Sunday, but this... And hockey and basketball is kicking the shit out of me. I said in yesterday's show that uh, if the Bulls lost to the Spurs, I was done. I was quit. I'm done. So we're gonna start off with a bang. We're just we're interviewing and gonna start interviewing replacements for Sex Panther, the third chair, uh, first on the deck. Rory sitting in for Phil. Rory, you want my job? Gotta unmute yourself. Yeah. There we go. Oh yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Arch. DM me last night and was like, Hey, you want to come on in the morning? Phil, Phil is a no show again. You know, work's just too important to come on a football show. So it's not too important for, for Rory to come on and <laughs> give out a few plays and shoot the shit with my guys on here. All right. Yeah. Phil's Phil's busy working, working, working. Well, let's see, let's see who, who knows where this is going to go. I don't know. Uh, so Panther, you, are you officially retired from the NBA? Oh my god, I got to figure something out. I can't make heads or tails of it, man. It's it's it is a mess. I think I won the Atlanta game. I won I won a couple games, but I feel like I know who the good teams are, but their lines are so damn chalky. You keep getting, you know, the Suns minus six and. Uh, you know all these outlandish lines so you don't want to do it then I, yesterday I, I tried max's methodology of just money line the shit and i took it on the chin like three of the favorites lost i'm like what the hell's going on it's so frustrating and early seasons betting that's why we only bet ten dollar units so i'll get kind of a rhythm after we get to about the 25 percent point what do we need about 20 games or so i'll have a i'll have a decent idea but man it's just kicking me in the dick right now Oof. all right um yeah um you know satan is out there just saying Sa- satan can help you i might have to, i might have tried that black magic shit <laughs> <laughs> See, seems to be working for you uh heck, you just do us a solid though do us a solid stop betting the fucking broncos because that killed them we had a shot hitting the parlay last week and the broncos was the one that killed us man i don't know if i can i don't know if i can do that or not we'll have to see we should we should definitely just get into it all right panther who do you like this sunday we're gonna find out right out of the gate because we're gonna talk about those British Broncos going against the London Jaguars got another early morning tilt in London which is I don't really give a shit where they play, but you wake up in the morning, you got football at 8.30, 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> they can't start a Sunday off any better than that. Uh, Broncos are just complete disarray. Vegas got this one wrong as far as them being a, a decent team or, or playoff contender. The NFL got it wrong because they consistently put these shitheads on prime time. I don't know if 
British football counts as prime time, but they lost four straight, didn't eclipse double-digit points in two of those games, including last week's loss to the Jets. They're going against a Jacksonville team that's kind of in a I'm not sure what they're doing here. They lost four straight themselves, but they've they've put up some points. They can score. And they moved on from James Robinson, sent him packing to those Metropolitan Jets. They're going to go with Travis NTN as kind of maybe their bell cow. Uh, he'll still be kind of like a pass-catching specialist. But this just comes down to me. I, I don't even know if Russell Wilson's even playing this game. Have we heard? I'm sure if he's even playing this game. He didn't oh. play last week. Well, he can do a lot of stretches on the plane to London. That would He could really get loose. You know, I don't even know if it matters. They've had Russ seventy percent of their games. Yeah, when you're doing high knees in the house, <laughs> right, right. it's, it's a football move. You know, while everybody else is asleep, trying to fucking it, sleep, it's gotta help. Yeah, but I, I don't know if it matters. I don't matter if it matters if it's ripping, if it's uh, Russ. They're not doing any cooking on this offense. Uh, far cry below Jacksonville's 22 points per game. We're seven games into the season and Denver still only manages two touchdowns per game. Their saving grace has been their defense. Keeps them in games. I just don't feel like they match up pretty good with this Jaguar offense. Uh, I, I think the Jags get something cooking here all over the pond and win by a field goal. So I'm going to put 50 bucks on Jacksonville. All right, what do you got? Gotta unmute, brother. Well, I got you. Sorry about <laughs> that. Okay. God. I got so much stuff going on right now. I'm settled in coming going down the road now. The old lady took over driving privileges for a little while to be able to look at some stuff. Oh, so, so you're definitely gonna get anyway, pulled, you're definitely I, gonna get pulled over now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she likes to drive through cornfields and there ain't no cornfields <laughs> around. <laughs> today so <clears throat> my first play that i like is uh what do you think about the, the denver what do, you think about, De- what do you think about the denver jacksonville game specifically uh denver jacksonville yeah um probably will be a jacksonville win because that's their home turf over there in london so <laughs> I, would, I would definitely roll with jacksonville because i don't trust russell wilson one bit and if Russell Wilson isn't playing, they might have a better shot. Hell, I don't know. Who's the backup in Denver? Brian Rippon. Oh, I kind of – he was he was nasty in college, like air it out. And it looked like they did throw the ball a little bit last week. I know Judy, he had a decent game for me in fantasy. So, uh, that would be interesting. I would expect maybe a lot of points if he plays. But if Wilson ends up playing, it'll probably be a little bit slower game and – I would expect Jacksonville to win. I mean, that is that seems like they play well over there in London. I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Jacksonville with you. I'm not betting this game. I just don't quite uh, don't quite have a good feel for it. Jacksonville is so inconsistent. They look great. They look bad, and uh, you never know who's gonna show up. Denver. They look consistently bad. But if they both play bad, I have no idea who's gonna, who can actually win this. None whatsoever. So just lean Jacksonville. All right. Next game up for me, we're going to take a look at the fish, the Dolphins from Miami going up to Motortown, take on the Detroit Lions. This Lions team is an enigma. They they were the highest scoring offense up until they played New England. They had a bye week, 
and then played Dallas. So arguably the top two defenses in the league. They put up a goose egg against the Patriots, six points against Dallas, and now you're just kind of left scratching your head like what's going on with you know this offense with Jared Goff at the helm and, and what they're going to do the season quickly quickly got away from them there was all this hype and excitement about the Detroit Lions they've lost four straight games they're one in five one and two at home and in come the Miami Dolphins who are four and three but undefeated when two is not dead as long as he's got as long as he's got his motor skills and he can you know hold up all his fingers and count to five the dolphins play pretty good football uh, on the road at home i mean they obviously got that little heat advantage at home but they're on the road here going against the detroit team that just it just can't get out of its way um tyreek hill's been kind of a nightmare matchup for everybody detroit's missing four four of their um Offensive players, including three cornerbacks. They're also missing Matt Nelson, their offensive tackle. They're really banged up. So I feel like the Dolphins should be able to go up there and take care of business. I only got to lay, well, I hate that hook. Can you give me three or am I stuck with the three and a half? I think you're stuck with the three and a half. Go for a touchdown win. I'm taking the Dolphins. We'll lay that three and a half. Rory, what do you think of this game? I lean, I lean in this game more towards the over. I think, I think it's going to be a lot of points scored here. Pretty much a air it out shootout, especially if uh, St. Brown is cleared to play. It looks like he's still listed as questionable, but I think he's actually, I think by what I was just reading, it says upgraded to full practice on Friday. So it looks like he's going to play. Think he'll have a huge game. I could, I could see a lot of points in this. I lean, uh, I lean the Dolphins side as well. It's kind of hard to trust the lines and only getting three and a half. It looks like a setup a little bit there. Oh, you think it's a little bit of a trap, huh? I mean, it kind of has trap written on it. You know, like trying to draw you into thinking you're getting some value with the lines at three and a half, and then the. You know, Dolphins win by a touchdown or more. I just I feel more comfortable going with the points in this one as far as I think it I think it could get in the sixties. I think both teams could put Whoa. put in you know, their thirties. Well that'd be that'd be nice. The Lions have looked a little anemic lately. Um you gotta wonder about Goff. I mean, to your point, Panther, they did play some very top tier defenses. So maybe that's the reason. Or maybe it's just Goff being Goff. I know what Max would say. <laughs> but if I uh, the Dolphins are another mystery, too. They put up points, but not as many as I think we think they do. They're, they're, their offense is good, but I don't think it's great. I think this game's actually going to be kind of close, and I'm getting four points with the Lions. I'm going to jump on it. Give me Detroit plus four for 50 bucks. Yeah, I, I think it's probably – I hate disagreeing with Rory here, but I think it's more on the lower scoring game because, to your point – Miami, you know, they only scored 16 points against a terrible Pittsburgh team. They had all the two as injuries, but only managed 16, 17, and 15. And then they put up the 21 against Buffalo, albeit a very good defense. So not a high-scoring team by any stretch of the imagination. So that's, that's why I wanted to get rid of that hook. Maybe I'll buy it down. One touchdown, right? They only The offense scored one touchdown in the game, right? It's all field goals, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, oh. what else got? Uh, next game up, let's go down to the Bayou. The Raiders are going down to New Orleans, take on the Saints. 
Uh, Saints got all kinds of quarterback questions. I don't know if they know who their quarterback is this week. I think it's Andy Dalton is going to take the helm again. Uh, going against the Raiders, who look pretty good coming off of their bye, although it was against the Houston Texans, so you kind of take, you know, whatever. Um, but here, the thing with the, the Raiders is they're 0-3 on the road. So here it is. Road game going to New Orleans, but conversely, the Saints aren't that great at home. They're only one in three at home. They've lost four of their last five games, and a lot of that has to do with their defense. They've given up 42, 30, 32, 28, and 22 in their last four games. They go 42 points to the freaking Cardinals. And granted, DeAndre Hopkins was back for that game and whatever, but 42 points. The Cardinals, I don't think, have scored 42 points in a combination of any two games. Uh, so I, this is just my looking at the Raiders. They've lost some really tough games, right? They lost the Chiefs by one point. They lost to Tennessee by two points. They absolutely shit the bed against those Cardinals where they had that game in hand with like five minutes to go and managed to screw that up. I think the bye week, the time off, uh, getting right against Houston paves the way for this Raiders team. I don't know if they've got enough time and enough games to make a a play to get into the playoffs, but I think they make a run. I think they get closer to 500 and, and start knocking down some wins. I think it starts on Sunday. I only got to lay one and a half. So give me the Raiders for 50 bucks. Rory, am I on the right side here? Yeah, I think so. I, I like that here. The Saints, especially without Winston at quarterback. I mean, we're talking about Andy Dalton here. He's been in the league forever. I mean, Andy Dalton's the type of player that you would want maybe as your backup on a really good team that could just manage the game. But he's not a guy that can really make you plays anymore. And, I mean, he never was a guy that really made a whole hell of a lot of plays. I mean, he's more of a consistent QB that tried not to make any mis mistakes and uh, more of a game manager anyway. So, I, I like the – what you said about the Raiders, it looks like they, they're kind of tilting in the right direction. Um, one, two out of the last three. Uh, could have, I mean, they play KC pretty tough, so that, that shows you right there that they're a pretty decent football team because I have the Chiefs rated right up there at the top, you know, as a Super Bowl contender. So I, I agree with you in this spot. I, I'd lean Raiders. Well, I'm going to be on the opposite side of you guys. I like the Saints at home catching uh, what a point, <laughs> one point. I don't one think point. that I don't think that highly of the Raiders. I don't really think that highly of the Saints either. But uh, the Raiders on the road traveling uh, that never works good. Give me the Saints for fifty bucks. Does it make any difference to you if Marshawn Lattimore's out, Jarvis Landry's out? Yeah, that makes I'm, I feel even better. <laughs> It's only a Saints players, nope. Ralph. Yeah, it's a one point game with all that, huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, you do you do like you do like that stuff. Next game up. We were talking about this one a little bit pre-show. The New York Jets. Five and two. New York Jets are at home taking on the New England Patriots. There for a while we had the Patriots, you know, rated pretty good, and then they just turn around shit the bed in national primetime Monday night football against the godforsaken Chicago Bears. We got quarterback controversy galore going on in, in New England. Now, Bill Belichick will tell you that's a strategy, right? We planned on starting Mac Jones and then bringing in Bailey Zappi, but that, that was our strategy, and that's the song he's still singing this week, too. It sounds like 
both quarterbacks will play. I'm of the belief if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. That's not good for an offense. Uh, it doesn't put a lot of confidence on the offense or the entire team for that matter. Going against the Jets, who don't have a quarterback controversy. They've won four straight games. I got to be honest. Let's go through this. Big Pittsburgh, who sucks by four. They beat Miami without Tua. They beat Green Bay, who sucks. <laughs> they beat Denver, who sucks. I, the Jets may very well have one of the more favorable schedules uh, thus far in the season to get them to their inflated 5-2 and two record. Their two losses have been at home, so there's maybe just a little bit of pause there. Uh, over, over the recency of what I've seen between these two teams, I still have more confidence in the Jets. Uh, you know, they, they did lose Brees Hall. They replaced him with James Robinson, bringing him in. They still have Mark Michael Carter. The running game should still clip along without any issues. Uh, I just trust this Jets offense more than I do the Patriots right now. I'm getting a home team plus two and a half. I think the Jets actually can win this game outright, but I'll take the two and a half points and put my $50 on the Jets. Rory, you and I agree again, I think. Yeah, this is one that caught my eye on the board. Um, the Jets at home getting two and a half against the Patriots, and we don't even know. I mean, the Patriots quarterback situation is a dumpster fire, and they're still, you know, sticking with Jones. I I don't know what's going on over there with with the thought process on that. If they think he's he just needs reps to get back in the groove where he was out or what, but I just feel like the Jets defense. I mean, they got a pretty decent defense, not giving up but three hundred and twenty nine yards a game. They are giving up almost twenty points, but I feel like that's a problem in itself for the Patriots. And then the Patriots are also giving up a lot of yards rushing, so kind of helps a team like a Jet. The Jets that want to play a little defense, slow the clock down, and a two-and-a-half-point game, I mean, we, we may even lose and still win. You know, could be a end-of-the-game field goal-type situation going on. So I definitely think the Jets hold the value here at two-and-a-half. I'm drawing a blank. Who was the – God, I can't think – was it – who was the 49ers coach, like the famous one uh, with Montana and Young? Walt, Walsh? Stanford? Walsh. Walsh. Oh, yeah, Walsh. Yeah. You think you think Belichick's trying to pull a Walsh playing uh, playing Montana and Young off each other to try and uh, you know make them both better? You know what I think. My honest opinion is I think he thinks he has to play Jones to try and increase his value because I think he wants to trade him. For yeah, Z- I think he, you think he thinks Zappy's the quarterback of the future? I think Zappy is the quarterback of the future. I think he's he's coachable. He doesn't have, you know, uh, Mad Max talked about it before. Jones is kind of his ego, the way he struts around. Zappy's more coachable. He came from that um, juggernaut Western Kentucky that can sling the ball. Uh, I think Zappy is his guy, but he's maybe trucking Jones out there to see if he can get some trade value. And as we've seen in the NFL, there there's teams clamoring for some quarterbacks. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. There'll always be teams clamoring for quarterbacks. I screw it. I'll jump on this kiss of death with you guys. I think the Jets at plus two and a half. That's the play. Although the two and a half trap has been a little iffy this season. It's not been as consistent as it has been in the past. So it wouldn't surprise me. Open there? Open there? Ooh, I don't know. Where did it open? No, open at one. Okay, so that feels. I feel better about that. So yeah, I'll jump on this with you guys. Um, uh, Jets plus two and a half for 50 bucks. Hey, our game, last game up. Stay with the Metropolitan theme. Talk about the Giants 
going to Seattle, take on the Seahawks. Two very surprising teams this year. New York at six and one, three and zero oh on the road, going against a Seattle team that's four and three, two and one at home, and at four and three, they really. I think when we think about the Seahawks, we actually think they're probably more like five and two or six and one. This has kind of been one of those stories that we've talked about. Geno Smith has made them all but forget Russell Wilson. It's like that guy was never even there. Looks like they really came away on the right side of that trade. Uh, <laughs> dumping the salary and they get some draft picks out of it. So <laughs> Seattle won that twice. Uh, Seattle's playing pretty good. They've uh, won three of their last four, put up some pretty nice points in three of those games, 48, 32, and 37. Um, the 32 that they put up, they lost to New Orleans on the road. They had a, a s- slower pace game going against Arizona. That was a 19 to nine game, um, which is kind of nice to see out of Seattle, right? Hold a team to nine points because defense has been their problem. They're giving up nearly 27 points per game. 415 yards per game and you can pretty much do whatever you want you can pass you can run you can do whatever you want against this defense so that that game maybe give you hope maybe that their defense will show up against a giants team that's just so balanced now it's balanced because the passing is not that great but saquon barkley and the rushing attack has been absolutely stellar 173 yards per game. I think the Giants were just thinking to themselves, God, what could we have been uh, if Barkley was healthy the first other three years of his career? They've won four straight. Their defense is pretty solid. The offense isn't explosive, but they keep all their games close, and they just they don't make mistakes. I think that's my takeaway with the Giants. We always struggle with where to put them in our D-Gen rankings, where to put them because they win, but it's never flashy. But they don't make mistakes. They play within themselves. They know who they are. And it just makes them a very solid, dangerous team. This is a very winnable game for them. I think they absolutely can win this game outright. But I'm getting three points. I definitely want the Giants in those three points for $50. Rory, I feel like we're just kind of kinfolk here, right? You've agreed with me damn near every game. Again? Yeah, I I think... This one's hard. I I really don't know where to go with it. I guess just go with the points and games that you really – if you was going to bet it and don't know which side, a lot of times I just go with the points. I, I think this could be a tight ball game. So I think the points could come into play. The rushing attack that the Giants have, they should be able to control the clock and move the ball on Seattle. I mean, Seattle gives up a lot of yards on the ground. So it it – I feel like I feel like uh, the Giants may be overachieving, but I also feel like they're going up against a mediocre team and they're getting points here. So give me the team that has been hot, been winning some games, and let's just roll with them again this week. I don't feel like you're going up against somebody that that's going to blow them out or anything like that. So that that's my view of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to lean the Giants with you, Panther. Not quite not quite on it, although close. This is really close. i got to do a little bit of a deeper dive to see if I want to bet this one or not. Uh, you're right about Seattle's defense. They, boy, they stink. They're worse than the Packers, if you can believe that. <laughs> Somebody that hates the Packers so much. Yeah, that Packers defense sucks, and, and Seattle's worse. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to lean New York because somehow, some way, they're going to get away with it again, right? They're going to win, and they're going to you know cover. What? I don't know how they keep pulling this off. 
<laughs> it's a miracle in New York. Um, so that's all I got. I think yeah, I, let's, I probably, uh, yeah, we probably need to take a break. Don't that's we? right. We should take a little breather right here. And, uh, you know, we'll just let the, uh, let the algorithm take over from here. This is the point in the show where advertisers are going to cater to you specifically, your age, your location, your gender, all that. So we'll find out what they think of you now. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Okay. Rory, did you have any games you wanted to look at? Because I got one or two I want to talk about. But are there any games so far you want to touch on? Um, one of them, one of them that I think, and for some reason, he just always pulls it off and he's catching 11 points at Buffalo. And you were just talking about how shitty their defense is, but Aaron Rodgers getting 11 points, some, something, somehow, something tells me that he's going to at least cover that 11 points. I'd say Green Bay plus 11 on Sunday night. I, I expect for them to show up and, Rogers to put on a little bit of the show in prime time. I I just don't know. I have not seen anything in any week against any opponent that gives me any confidence in this Green Bay Packer team. They've already ruled out their number one wide receiver, Alan Lazard. He's out. Um, they're they're banged up on the defensive side. Uh, Tipa Galil is Galai has uh, hit injured reserve. Shamar John Charles is out. Uh, this team, I I just don't like what we're seeing out of this Packer team. They've lost three of their last four. They're going to lose this game. I think there's no doubt they lose this game. Is, the 11 points is kind of the question. And Monday night, or I'm sorry, Sunday night, prime time, get the show to themselves under the lights. Those fans up there in Buffalo can get pretty raucous. Maybe Green Bay keeps it close, but I would not be surprised if this is a three-touchdown blowout. <laughs> I'm, right now, I'm leaning Buffalo, minus the points right now. Uh, yeah, I'll make a more decisive pick come come sun, Sunday night. Uh, I usually post about an hour or so in the book club before that game because I got to see where the line kind of goes from here. It shot up from eight, which is already a weird number, to 11. Oh, 11 points. That's unbelievable. Aaron Rodgers. This has got to be one of the biggest point spreads he's ever had. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
Any other games, Rory, you want to look at? Uh, no, I'm just going to ride it out and hear what, what you got to say. I mean, it, it, I just I go with y'all, y'all got y'all's <laughs> picks every week. I mean, it, it's, it's a thing of beauty, and I don't have time during NASCAR season to really break, break down the right, NFL, right. but I'm a big fan. I watch it. Like, I always have it on the other TV while I'm watching the race. So it, it's one of those things where after next week, I do tend to get over and start looking at the NFL a little bit more. So that'll be fun coming up. Gives me something to do in the off season <laughs> until we get back going. And I just, I appreciate you guys having me on. I've had a blast this morning. Well, you don't have to go yet. I still have a couple picks left. You can. Oh yeah. You I'm riding it out. I was just telling, telling y'all how much I appreciate you oh, having me on anytime. That's good. That's good. I, I, I like hearing that little, little respect. <laughs> First up, <laughs> we're going up, up, up. Let's see here. Uh, I got to find it. I probably won't find it. Oh, there we go. The Steelers are playing the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are minus uh, 10 and a half, minus 11, depending on what you're looking at. And I think that's, I think that's just barely too many points. I think Pittsburgh will absolutely get crushed. I think they'll lose, but I think they keep it within 10 and a half. So give me the Steelers for 50 bucks. I kind of measured this one out. I, I, this is another one like that Buffalo game. I think it's it's a done deal. Philadelphia wins this game, but you're not going to lay 550 thereabouts on a money line. So you start looking at the 11 points. Beat Dallas last week by, well, I guess it would have been two weeks ago, by nine. Uh, they beat Jacksonville by eight. They beat Arizona by three. Now, the previous two weeks, they did beat Washington by 16. They did beat Minnesota by 17. So they do have the ability to cover an 11 points. And Pittsburgh, man, this team's so bad. They're, I don't even know where to go with them. That win against Tampa Bay wasn't even a win. Like, that was just Tampa Bay losing. Tampa Bay's a dumpster fire. Pittsburgh has put up 10, 20, 3, 20, and 17 points in their last five games. They're averaging 15 points on the season. Um, I mean, the defense without TJ Watt has become kind of Swiss cheese themselves. I, I think Jalen Hurts and company could really run up the score here. What I worry about is that backdoor cover. Take the foot off the gas, you know, put the backups in, just kind of coast along. Pittsburgh scores, and next thing you know, the Eagles win by 10. Um, you know, that makes Jacksonville game look close when it really wasn't. I th that could be what happens here. I, I think the game is never in doubt, but that 11 points just – too weird of a number for me. So I'll, I'll lean the Eagles, but it's just too many points. Okay. Or do you got a feel? Yeah. I was going to say one thing on, on this game. I don't mind going in thinking, you know, Steelers, and I think backdoor cover could be in play the way the Eagles have been in the second half. But if I was going to play this game, I'd play Eagles first half, and then I would take the Steelers live at a better number probably than the 11. I can see – Philly jumping out on them early, and you can probably get even a better number than the eleven. Right. Um, I think yeah. Okay, this is going to buck a trend. This is going to seriously, seriously buck a trend here. There we go. San Francisco is playing Los Angeles, the Rams, not the Chargers. Uh, this one opened up minus two and a half for the Rams, and then it looks like as soon as the money got a hold of it, they they pushed San Francisco or Los Angeles from a favorite to an underdog. It's now Rams plus one. 
we know we know McVay versus uh, Shanahan is not a favorable favorable matchup. But this week, I like the Rams plus a point. I'm going to do it. Jump on them. Fifty bucks on the Rams. This is a tough one because we we thought we knew who the 49ers were. Then somehow they've managed to lose to the Broncos. They got bitch slapped by the Falcons. They turned around and got just absolutely dusted by the Chiefs. Uh, So now you're just kind of left scratching your head like, are these 49ers good or are they not? Uh, The Christian McCaffrey experiment will be in full force this week. He's had an entire week of practice, learned the playbook and everything. Um, Part of the 49ers' problem has been their road record. They're one in three, so three of their four losses have been on the road. Um, but the conversely, as Max will tell you, 49ers have had the Rams, you know, kind of have their number. Um, they've already beaten them the one time this year. This is the second time they'll play, so get both those games out of the way. Um, that's kind of where my head is. I, I'm seeing as an even line right now. And I just can't get away from the fact that the 49ers have basically owned this Rams team. The Rams offensive line woes still continue. They can't run the ball to save their life. But I know Sean McVay would really like to get get this win because he wanted Christian McCaffrey and he was pretty pretty belligerent about not A, not getting him and B, him going to San Francisco. So I'm leaning the 49ers, but uh, I, I just can't get to a side in this game. All right. That's all I really had. I'm looking at some of the live chats. Eggburger is uh, saying it's baseball season, guys. <laughs> I lean Rams with you on this, Arch. I, I think this could be a get-right spot for nice. the Rams this week. I, I don't know. So it bothers me about Stafford trying to figure out what his arm status is and all that stuff in the offseason because he has looked like shit. But something, something tells me Cooper Cup's going to have a big-ass game this weekend uh i have a feeling cooper cup's gonna double double digit catches uh well over 100 yards couple of tutties i i i have a i have a feeling cup's ball in this week like it i like it uh let's see Eggburger says Steelers outright he wants to take him on the money line he's drinking early in the morning he's got a little in his coffee yeah yeah let's see um uh, let's just see. I'm scrolling through the comments here. Uh, Big Daddy kind of agrees. He thinks the momentum shifts from the Eagles to the Phillies. The city can only handle so much. Um, uh, Eggburger's just, you're just talking about how much he loves the Cowboys. There we go. And uh, Big Daddy says, you there, Eggburger. Egg let's go, Cowboys. <laughs> uh, Big Daddy wants to say, he's saying, Astros, let's double up. There we go. All right, what did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL, and only the NFL, despite it still being baseball season out there. We're only talking football today. We'll talk about baseball in the book club, which you can join by heading over to thedgens.net. But for today, this is all over. Rory, any final thoughts, words, philosophy, advice? Uh, I don't know. Let's, let's have a good weekend and... Um... Hit some plays, follow all of uh, Arch's dogs there. He usually does a pretty good job with that. I just, uh, on the way to Martinsville this morning for the races this weekend, so y'all all wish me luck. Hopefully we don't see Martinsville jail, and we have a have a good, fun time this weekend. All right, Panther, take us home. 
And don't get pulled over, Rory. Rory, of all the games that we talked about, I like to put together a degenerate parlay for the kids. Did you have a stone-cold lock of the day? What's your favorite play for tomorrow? Um, My favorite play for tomorrow is, let's go with the Jets. That was the one that caught my attention on the board when I was first scrolling through. And let's go with the puppy dog at home, the hot uh, Jets. I like that play. Arch, what are you riding? Oh, you know, I like a play and I get to fade the Raiders. So give me the Saints. And I knew you were going to, I should have grabbed the Raiders before you did. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that to me. Um, That leaves me with, I'll take the Giants. The Giants can take care of business. So I'll be your degenerate parlay of the weekend. We got the Jets, the Giants. And those godforsaken saints fading my raiders. Archie is just such a douche sometimes. Before we get out of here, I got to give a big shout out to Rose247. He joined the Degeneracy at 8.30 this morning, just in time to listen to the podcast. But uh, welcome, Rose247. Glad to have you here. Make yourself at home. And um, hey, everybody, you guys can hang out with us. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on all the other places. But as you know by now, it is the book club. This is where it is live. You hear that stupid ass bell ringing till 1245 in the morning because of them damn bellies. Oh, the conversations are spicy memes and barbecue and hot women and you name it, we talk about it. That's where you want to be. Join the book club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did last week. What you doing this week and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.